welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Koreatown, New York City. That's right. Coming to my house, J Train Podcast. Your email, your story. Your questions every Tuesday and Friday. That's right. Shake it out. Tuesday, people. It's time to get the week started. Monday wasn't great. You recovered. This is when the real week starts. J Train Podcast every Tuesday. We answer your emails. J Train Podcast every Tuesday. We answer your emails. Don't mind if I do. Don't mind if we do. That's right, Shakira. <laughs> That's right. We're here for the Haas. And listen, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep spreading that word. And if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Nashville this weekend. That's right, Dashy Town. Bring the group chat. Bring the group chat. Then I'm going to be in San Diego. The post Shelby birthday, the my birthday weekend. Best, best weekend of the year. Best week of the year. Shelby and J Train, birthday week. Then Boston, New York. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Let's get to the guests. Very excited to have them here. A OKP. <laughs> Original key player. We can all yep. breathe a sigh of I relief. love this music it's a guest that we've heard right before. Now. It's great, right? Wow. Pump it up. Do you have the rights to it or you're Don't just. Easy there. <laughs> Easy there. Not trying to I'm happy say the it. R word. <laughs> Carly Aquilino, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love your intro. I love having you on the show. Thank you. It was so She's an icon. She's a legend. That's right. And she is the moment. <laughs> You're the moment. And I I gotta say, um, I was just a guest on Carly and Emma Wilman's fantastic yeah. podcast called Secret Keepers Club. Yep. We didn't even like do the show. We just kept going. Yeah, we just were we were catching up. Catching really, up. Really, as friends. We were catching up. And then at the end, I was like, oh, because I had prompted them, mm. oh, if you want a guy to answer your questions, email. So I got a bunch of emails. Yeah. And then I was like, well, and I was we're the, doing one. Yeah, we did one. Yeah, we did one. <laughs> but I would encourage everyone to get involved with Secret Keepers Club because Emma and Carly are fantastic. But if you Thank want the you. appetizer into their show, you can nibble on some J Train oh, as yeah. the way in. So you can right. go listen to their, you know, and I always promote there's a podcast app called Laughable. And Laughable is a great app where you can find other podcasts via, you know, you can oh, go cool. to, you can like subscribe to me and then you can see those, not only these shows, but the ones I've been guests on. Oh, wow. So they can That's go. a great app. It's a great idea. So they yeah. can find Secret Keepers Club via me and then get into all your episodes because you guys are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and thank you. Every Monday, Secret Keepers Club, Carly and Emma Wilman, 
great show. Yeah. Um, and we got into it, and I was your first. You're my first guy in the studio. Straight we, man. We had a yeah. We you're my first straight guy. We've only ever had. It's always just me and Emma. Yeah. So we have only ever had guests when the other one's away. Yes. And the only other guest has ever been Rosebud. Okay. So you were the first guy that was a guest on the, the show. First. A co-host for co-host yeah, dude, and I was referred to as the penis man, the penis man, or the but penis man, penis men, because right. I'm Jewish, right? That right. was the whole. That's what I laughed call, at yeah. that joke. I I came back <laughs> after that. And I told my girlfriend, I was like, I I, I was like, look at how funny I was. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know the deal. I was like, you might call it a penis man, but I'm a Jew. You ever notice that when you're Jewish, the last name is a man instead of a man? Did she like it? She was like, "Yeah, that's funny." Like, she's not like, I'm a, so sick of you. Yeah, yeah. It was like not even not as much as like we were like dying and right. having a great time. I yeah. was like, "Well, you really." That yeah. was a ball. <laughs> it was a ball. We had a ball. Um, I will for I will say I forgot to mention, and I'll say it. It's probably better off that I say it on your podcast. When uh, the last time I was on your podcast, I want to say a couple months later. Okay. Uh, one of your listeners came up to me at a bar and said hi. Really? Yes. He said, "I heard you. I hear you on the J Train podcast. I've Love heard you that. on it. It was a bar in Brooklyn by my house called Birdies. Birdies. So if you're, it's a dive bar. It's my favorite bar. If you're out there still. So if you're out there listening. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey back. Hey back. Well, you get approached all the time. Sometimes, sometimes. Well, I wouldn't say all we the time. left we right. left your studio. Can we talk about this? <laughs> yeah. And it was so um this dude so you and I are talking outside the studio, okay? Yeah. We're having a you know, we're catching we're up, chatting. We're, we're chatting, yeah. we're talking about whatever we're talking about. This guy comes over and he's like, Hey, uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I don't want to be that guy. You know when someone like the way he did it was like I, he was he was like I get that I'm being annoying but I'm gonna be annoying. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm usually like it, when people do come up to me, I'm never like oh fuck this person. I'm sure. always flattered. You, you were know? very. You couldn't have been nicer I'm, to this. Person. I'm very yeah. I'm nice always. Yeah. Um. But he yeah. There was something. Here's there what was he something said. There. Men don't know how to. I don't think people know how to give compliments. <laughs> I don't think they like. I don't think people. He goes. Yeah. Can I say what he said? Yeah, yeah. You could. He say goes. It. He goes. <laughs> I just want to. He gives this whole comment. I love you. You're great. You're great. You're great. Like, Thank you. Yeah. He goes. I don't want to take a picture. Then he kept like being like, "Should we take a picture? I don't want to be that guy." And, and I like, was like, "Let's take one. Just be I the don't guy. Care. Yeah. Be the guy. Yeah. And he goes. Um. And he goes. And by the way. I think you're. He goes. I think you're underratedly hot. Get him out of here. Who out of is here. doing the here. rating? It's so bad. Compared dude. to what? I told my boyfriend. My boyfriend's like, he. I was like, this guy like said like, oh, you're low key hot. He said like, is that what oh, he said? like I thought he it was underrated. Uh, it was underratedly hot because I remember it? thinking like, because it was something like, who's who? What list is he referencing? Right, right. Yeah, he said something like that, and I. It was just like it was silly. It was silly. It um, was really ridiculous. And I'm like, dude, like. And then at that point, I was like, do I step in? Do I say like, no, hey, get out of here? Yeah. You know? the, the weird part was. He was like, oh, is this where you record? Yeah. you. And I said, yeah. And he's like, well, now I know where you are and what days and times you're here. And yeah. I was like. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, like, yeah, you made a face. And I was like, 
I this think- is what I'll be telling the police about <laughs> at some point. I think he was harmless. <laughs> I think he was harmless. I guess I know where you are at all times of the day. This I is think very he just, curved. Like you're saying, he just didn't know. He didn't he know. He didn't know what to say. But that's the thing. Men get let off the hook a lot. You know, yeah. it's always, they didn't know. And then yeah. murder. Right. You know, like, oh, it's yeah. Like, that's the beginning of every documentary. It's like, he didn't know. Yeah. Boom. We didn't, we just thought he was some guy who was fumbling because he was into you. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like, and it's like, I, I don't know. Women, they're like, I don't know. She was just, she was just nervous. And then it's yeah. her like being nervous again. Like, right, it's right, not right. her murdering. Right, right. Exactly. It's just her having anxiety. Do you get approached like that a lot? Is there? Um, not definitely since I changed my hair. Now I have brown hair. Like mm-hmm. I used to have bright, bright red hair. The bright red um, hair was like your thing. That, but it was so like you could see me from a mile away. It was so bright. Yeah, it, yeah. I look at pictures. I'm like, wow, it was bright. You were like, a lighthouse. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, look at me. We could find you in a foggy storm. Oh, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. Um, so it was like that would. That was a thing where like people sure. would recognize me from my hair. And then after that, every so often, every so often. Well, I'm a huge Carly fan. Thank um, you. And now I know where you are. <laughs> and now I know where you are and what hours of the day. I mean, but like. <laughs> and then he commented, remember? He what? commented right as soon as I got in my Uber on my Instagram. Oh, my God. And I sent it to you. I do remember. This yeah. Is, this is... <laughs> it was cute. Hi! I know where you are online, too. Just to make sure you weren't creeped out enough. He was nice. He was very nice. He was nice. Yeah, he had some of the ugliest pants I've ever seen someone wear in my entire <laughs> life. But he was he's gonna, very nice. He's going to find you. I know. He's, he's going to find you. Hey, you're ruining things for me and Carly. <laughs> I'm very excited of Carly here. I want to get to the emails because uh, we're going to just do it. Like, I mean, Let's you know the show. You know what we do here. Yep. We got Shelby on the ones and twos. Shelby. Uh, that's right. And here at Feather Nation Studios. And listen, if you're looking for a place to do a podcast, Carly yeah. brought up how nice this podcast is. This is a made. great studio. They have Jared's picture on the wall. That's right. So it's like his mom's house. This is like You're at my mom's house. Yeah. Um, Feather Nation Studios. We do it at Nomad Works, which is like a shared workspace. So if you're looking for like a place to do these things, I'm going to tag Virtual Comedy Networks in my Instagram. Uh, you can reach out to them. So maybe yeah. uh, if you want to inquire. Yeah, they're great. They're great. It's the, been nice. Easy. I'm happy that I'm in the right building. You're at Because the right there's four different awnings with yeah, this address it's a little and one confusing. of them is a restaurant so i was like probably he's not in there and then i was just like which other what if one it was are just we? what if it was just me in the back of an italian place eating right. pasta honestly that's, that's, that's a show. concept <laughs> that's a concept i bet you Pat's someone pasta does podcast. that yeah it's someone coming. does that it's definitely happening in la yep. so let's do the emails you ready yeah i'm ready j train podcast at gmail.com j and if you listen we got youtube baby hi youtube we're here. We got YouTube. We got the YouTubes. <laughs> got some like YouTubes. It just was invented. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> you could subscribe. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go, 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 go. Am I being bought? Uh oh. Um. Saw you live and uh, love all that you do. Told everyone I know to follow and listen. Saw you live in November at the cellar and you were great. This is all sort of a follow up email. I previously emailed you asking if I should fly out. With this guy in Miami, oh, to Miami for New Year's Eve after meeting on an app and being together for a month. You told me to book a ticket, so I did, and I had a good time. Wow. All right. Thanks. Anyways, we're approaching the three-month mark, and everything continues to be great. He always takes me out. 
pays for everything. He has told me multiple times when I try to pay that I am with him. I will never have to pay. I don't like that. It's a, it's cheesy. Yeah. Carly just rolled her eyes harder <laughs> than I've ever seen someone roll her eyes. <laughs> he has even paid for my Uber's home. Well, obviously, I don't mind not paying. I do feel bad. I, f- I know he can afford to pay for these things, but I would like to somehow contribute. He got me a really nice, expensive gift in Miami just because. Besides uh, for basically paying for the whole vacation. He would not even let me pay for a drink or wor- workout class when we were there. <laughs> workout class. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> someone had a trip. Um, <laughs> Busy vacation. Yeah. Would, uh, the, the, the workout class when we were there, despite me telling him that I felt I needed to contribute something. With that said, I am pretty sure he is going to do something like this on Valentine's Day, and I want to get him something or at least do something for him besides the V-Day blowjob, LOL. Okay. Um, (laughs) Thing is, I'm not exactly sure what to do get since we have only been together for three months and have not defined the relationship. Any ideas on what I can get or do? Also, how do I tell him that it's sometimes awkward for me to allow someone to pay for everything everything, and that I would like to contribute more? Thanks. What do you think? (sighs) Have you ever been in the situation where the guy's like paying to the point that it's this uncomfortable. Um, I think that it's a, it d- depends on which stage you're at in the relationship. If mm-hmm. it's the very beginning of the relationship, I could see it getting a little uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's one thing if you're with someone, you're with a guy for six months, a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the beginning, you might feel just uncomfortable by it because there's a huge imbalance there. And it's not just, oh, well, I'm taking you on, out to dinner. It's I'm taking you on vacation. I'm paying for your you know, goddamn soul cycle classes or wherever they're going and other things. And she's expressing to him, like, I want to pay. So I think the best thing she could do is, um, just do little small gestures for him. You know, if you notice he said he likes something, but then it's also like, you're also making someone else feel obligated to get you a really nice gift. You know what I'm saying? And they've only been together three months. There's two different problems here. There's, there's the problem she has of like, hey, this guy's paid for a lot of things. Right. I, you know, I feel like, you know, the ledger has has built up. Right. And <laughs> the now, invoice. The invoice. <laughs> you might I'm have looking, to do anal on Valentine's yeah, yeah, yeah. Day. You're not, <laughs> you're, you're not giving yeah. a BJ. Girl. Yeah. Like she's got the CVS receipt and it's rolled out yeah. to the ground and she's like going up at like, like how I, am I going to keep up with all this? I owe him. Oh my God. Like her asshole is just as she's going up the receipt, her asshole keeps spreading. Just like, oh no. She's like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Get the loop. You know, like that's the thing that like she's in a position where yeah. that's annoying because right. like I got to fucking get This a is gift. costing me more money now. It's building up. Yeah. It, it, I'm, there's a debt Right. Mentally that I'm building up. Right. And he, it doesn't matter. Right. His feelings don't matter in this. Yeah. This is a, you're allowed, no one can tell you how to feel. Right. And you feel that you are in a position of owing him. Right. Valentine's Day is coming up and now this, you're, you're, you're at a, you, you feel, and this is, has nothing to do with him again. Yeah. You feel that a check has been written that your ass can't cash. Right. Right. And that's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. It's, so it's what you get him, I don't know. That's a different question than the real question here is the that he's not letting me pay for anything and it's awkward. Right. And I need to bring this up. I think also if somebody has a lot of money, mm. it might feel like he might feel like, oh, it's silly. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, is he loaded? Is he does he have money like that, or is it just like he's trying to court you well, in a way, quote this- unquote? But I can't think of a better word because then that's not sustainable. To well, be taking people on vacations and is, all of that. This is stuff. something you're completely right about. This is something that we have to acknowledge. Yeah. If he, when billionaires, right, when they're when a billionaire's child marries a millionaire's child, right, the billionaire pays for the wedding, right, because the billionaire looks at the millionaire and goes, Aww. we <laughs> first they pity them, <laughs> but they go, hey. We have needs that you cannot, that we are never going to put on right. someone else. Right. I totally thank you. Please contribute. But, and I know this might sound a certain way, but we have certain things. We have security. We have, you know, yeah. we're going to have it in a hotel that we, we want to invite 700 people. Right. And we're never going to make you do that. Right. But we're going to pay for it. Right. That's what the billionaire says to the millionaire. Right, right. You know, and and whether it's male, female, whatever it is, that's what happens. Right. And I think the millionaire is like, true. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get I, it. this is, yeah, that's a realistic way to look at it. So, yeah. this, in this situation, if you're dating a guy or a woman or anyone where they're like, my lifestyle is, is, is crazy. Right. I understand that. I'm not going to put, make someone pay for my lifestyle. Right, right. But I like you so much. That I want you included in my lifestyle. That's a different story than exactly than what he said. And here's the problem. Here's the real issue. He's paying instead of communicating. So when he says he has told, when she writes, he has told me multiple times when I try to pay that when I that I when I am with him, I'll never have to pay. That's the eye roll moment. Mm-hmm. That's the moment where he's like. He doesn't value your opinion. He doesn't value what right. you're not the real kind. To be honest. The guy who has a lifestyle where he says, hey, my lifestyle is so crazy, I would never make you pay for that. That's a more vulnerable conversation yeah. than when you're with me, kid. You never have wor- to pay. Yeah, the world is yours and oysters and <laughs> champagne. And you'll be having pearls and I'm going to put a pearl necklace on your face. Like It's like, dude, you're trying. So yeah. what I would be nervous about if I were her and I would say to her, you need to have a vulnerable talk with him. Yeah. You need to say to him, hey, it honestly, like I'm having a great time with you, but it makes me a little uncomfortable that you pay for everything. And it's not just that you pay for everything. It's that you kind of don't value that I'm trying, trying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like, maybe you can, if you really like this guy, maybe you could come to a compromise with him. Maybe you could say, okay, if you, every four times you take me out to dinner, I'm, I'll take care exactly. of it. You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, I want to take you out. But if he's really persistent, I could see that getting very annoying. Um, but even maybe that, cook for him. That, cook for him but, on Valentine's but Day. But I think that conversation needs to happen for this to be a real relationship. Yeah. At this point, this is a fake. This is a Disney it's cartoon a, it's relationship. Fake. It's, it's fake. fake, and that's what I'm saying. Like, unless this guy's loaded, we get we need an explanation here. Exactly. We need an explanation here because that's not a sustainable lifestyle. If I were her, actually, yeah. I would get him nothing for valentine's day not even a card and i would say well i thought you didn't want yeah what <laughs> me to spend any deal yeah i, I wasn't thing. planning on it yeah and it's like you know at this point there's a point where he's not just purchasing you things and events and and right. soul cycle classes he's purchasing your opinion being out of the conversation right and if, if, if some people want that relationship yeah some people do but, but i think it's a it's an unfair imbalance. 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Carly Aquilino. At Carly Aquilino on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow right now. Let's follow. Now. 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 (laughs) Engage with the guest on social media. (laughs) They were like, how do you spell her last name? (laughs) Secret Keepers Club should be tagged on mine. Boyfriend's friend overstaying his welcome. Oh, God. I already... This just made me start sweating. We're sponsored, people, before we get on to this email. Because, listen, that's called a tease in the business. Yep. Okay. Ritual. The podcast is sponsored by Ritual. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Okay. Get ready, ladies. You can't eat a pound of kale per day. Rituals Essentials fills in the gaps in your diet so you get everything from D to omega-3, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients. If you hate taking pills, this is for you. No more choking down pills. Rituals just too easy-to-take capsules full of nine nutrients. They're no-nausea capsule. Uh, Man, that sounded Jewy. The no nausea, no nausea. The no nausea no capsule. capsule design is gentle life juice. <laughs> on an easy, on an empty oh stomach. And there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with omega-3s. From D3 to omega-3 rituals essentials for women helps fill the gaps in a woman's diet. So here we go. Better health doesn't happen overnight. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10, 10, 10, 1, 0, 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash JTrain. That's ritual.com slash JTrain to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months. Ritual.com slash JTrain. Ritual.com slash JTrain. My boyfriend and I moved in together after doing long distance for two to three years. We have been together. Everything is going great, but recently one of his friends has been inviting himself to crash on our couch, and it's starting to get under my skin. Ooh. Hate that. Crash on the yeah, couch. Yeah, I get hate that. Get the fuck That's, out of here. Get him out of here. Unless you're get 18 out of here. years old. Get out of here. Yeah, my boyfriend met his friend about seven years ago when they both lived on the East Coast. In 2017, my boyfriend and I moved out to San Diego where he met me. In 2018, his friend also moved out to San Diego but made zero effort to see or hang out with him. They lived in the same city for a year and didn't hang out once despite my boyfriend's invitations to get together. At the end of 2019, my boyfriend moved in with me about three hours away from San Diego. And around the same time, his friend decided to divorce his wife of 10 years. Ooh, this is making more sense as the email goes along. In the past, his friend has invited me, invited himself to visit us twice. The first time was on New Year's Eve when my boyfriend and I had wanted to keep it low-key because we were both sick. We were both sick. He third-wheeled our dinner date. Oh, my God. <laughs> and ended up staying four nights when originally we thought it would be just two. The second time was this past weekend for the Super Bowl. Again, we thought it was just for the weekend, but he told us he took two days off so he could stay longer. I don't mind this guy in small doses, but spending days... Uh, listen. No. Nobody wants anybody on their couch. Never. Ever. Not even for one night. I don't mind this guy in small doses, but spending days on end with him is starting to wear on me. I feel like I started to start to focus on the narcissistic personality, on his narcissistic personality and his lack of social awareness. 
might be the reason for the divorce. Right. I also don't mind him there on a weekend, but I work extremely long hours during the week, and when I get home, I just want to relax in my own space, which is hard to do when a large man has set up camp on our couch in our tiny one-bedroom apartment. Ugh. I'm glad that my boyfriend has gotten to spend time with his longtime friend, but I feel like this guy is just starting to use us as a crash pad when he wants to get away because he still lives with his soon-to-be ex-wife. I like this email because as more information c- comes, the right. more we understand why he's the staying situation. with you. Right, right. He also makes a lot of comments about how he plans to come up regularly. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no one in sight for this poor thing. What yeah. is this bullshit about? Yeah, what is good? This is like. That's bad. This is what's the best way to address this with my boyfriend? I don't want my boyfriend to feel like I hate his friend and I never want him to visit. But I would also like us both to be able to compromise and set boundaries with this guy so that he's not spending two four day weekends a month at our place. Wow. Thanks for all you do. Your great advice and all the laughs you send my way. What do you think? Oh, my God. First of all, I can't believe that she hasn't said something yet. If that was me, I would be going to bed every night with my boyfriend. Like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy, I mean, bring it up Over. immediately. Over. Bring it up immediately. And I, men and women are different in this situation, I feel like, because a guy might not actually care that his friend is on the couch. Like, I don't know. I would care. You would care. I Here, there, one time in college... I'll tell this story real quick before we yeah. get... One time I was in college, we had these two rooms. My friends and I decided that we were all going to bunk up in one room for the semester. Why? Because we were going to make one room bunkzilla, and it was going to be four queen-size bunk beds. Wow. And we were going to call it bunkzilla. Gotcha. And the other room... Because it was in our fraternity. So the fraternity right. had like 30 rooms in it. Okay, so okay. then the second room was like the chill room, like the living it, room. So we were in room five and six. We okay. changed the name of five to Bunkzilla. Bunkzilla. And we changed the name of six to 6A because it was the <laughs> living room in the living what area. What a different vibe. <laughs> well, one had bunk beds and the other was just a better six. six. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was a, yeah. I was supposed to be in 6A. Right. Six, which became 6A. Right. So there were two closets in six. So all okay. of my stuff and my roommate's stuff was in there. And then we lived in Bunkzilla. Okay. Okay. So we had the situation. People were invited to come into 6A. You could hang out. We had, you know, this is going to be a hangout room. Right. We understood that. Right. But also, it's our room. Right, right, right. Let's not forget. Right. So this is, so we, you know, so I think like the first or second week of the semester, this other guy, Kevin, starts crashing on the 6A couch. No, he Ladies doesn't. and gentlemen, may I introduce to you drama? It's here. Drama's here. So true. The other Bunkzilla roommates kind of tiptoed around this. They're like, oh, well, Kevin, you know, he's trying to get shit together. He's not enrolled. We weren't sure if he was enrolled. Is he in the school? <laughs> he's just, but he was in our fraternity. You should have said this in like the confessional room. Yeah, this right, is, right. We're like, not sure. No one really knew Kevin's situation. That's, I mean, to be going to be in a fraternity and s- living in a house, and also declaring your own room that's not actually yours is very ballsy but, when you're not enrolled in the school. But it's ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, but that's the thing about a fraternity is it becomes like you know, it becomes vague. And this right. is kind of, the, relating this to this woman's situation where it's yeah. like, I got the friend, I got the whatever. And it's like, yeah. I understand where she's sitting at because I had three other roommates at that point because Crazy. of Bunkzilla yeah. that we all shared 6A. Right. And like, it, it, it is my place to say, I don't really feel comfortable with this guy crashing here, but we have opened this up as a community space. Right. 
So what do we do? Right. I let it go a week. Just in the same way this woman has let it go. Yeah. And then there was a point, and it was the winter time. It was the second semester. There was a point where, and I I would kind of like, I would always, I'm I'm a little bit of a rabble rouser, so I would kind of be like, what are you, what's going on here? And I kind of got, (laughs) so I kind of got the vibe that everyone else was like, yeah, I don't know what to say either. Like everyone was kind of in that boat. Right. So one day. he's putting everyone in a bad position. It's uncomfortable. He's making everyone uncomfortable. When the the person with no self-awareness wins. Always, always. Always. Because everyone else is like, how do you not know? The people with that knot in their brain. And we all know those people. The people that don't have that thing. And it's like, and you go, how do you not have that thing? Right. How do you not have that thing? So I go, so one day I just was like, I fuck this shit. Yeah. I, you know, and there's a point where I become the Jewy person from the last ad. Uh, A lot of (laughs) nausea. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there was a point where I was like, fuck this. Did you yell or you were, you were. So one day I came in the room. It was snowing out. It's like two degrees out, middle of Pennsylvania. I'm at Penn State, freezing. Yeah, I come in there. It's (laughs) fucking cold. And this guy's on the couch again. And it's like, I'm also like Kevin. Kevin. Fucking, I'm stepping over Kevin to get to my fucking pants in the closet. Your pants in my, your closet. Exactly. Right. So I come in the room and I go, I open all the windows to the room. <laughs> oh, so you went like ex-girlfriend oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I open every single, <laughs> yeah, this is me opening all the windows and it's freezing. Snow's coming in. And Kevin is now shivering on the couch during his fucking siesta. He didn't say anything? And like, he, dude, shut the window? No, he was like, and I just opened all the windows. I go, hey, we're airing it out here. Get the fuck out. Stop sleeping here. Good for you. And Good that was you. the end. And, and, and then that'll on. be it. He moved on to another room. And then you guys now lived in still Bunkzilla. You're still in Bunkzilla. 6A. And Kevin came, was a was member out. of Bunkzilla. Oh, he was out. He was canceled. Oh, dead on okay. motherfucker. That's right. Good. He, Good. He's out. So, but that's the thing. That's why no one else in Mongzilla was like, no one knew what to say right. because it's like this other fifth person. So weird. That yeah. wasn't involved, even though it is a community space. So, like, I opened all the windows. Yeah. I was like, dude, get the fuck out. Let's go. It's over. Yeah. You're, and you're... he moved on to another room, and that's what happened. So, that's the so thing with weird. this guy. So, squatters are the worst people. The worst. The worst. So, I would do kind of what I would. I think the move, yeah. you go to your boyfriend, you go, Hey, what do you? Th- I would say this. Keep it open ended. What do you think of this guy staying here? Okay. Get him talking. Yeah. And let him talk. Give yeah. him his moment. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I did when I went to the other room. I was like, Yo, this what's Kevin happening? thing is crazy. Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. I would just be like, What's happening here? And then I would right. get the sense of like how they were feeling. Your right. boyfriend's gonna go. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. I don't know. He's going right, through a right. thing. And then I would let it get out, and I would go, Okay, well, here's how I feel. Yeah. Um. I want him out. I don't want him staying here. Yeah. Um. We live together, and it makes me feel uncomfortable right. every time he's here. And if your boyfriend can't see eye to eye with this, this isn't the match. You guys right. aren't too. Right. You know, like when I kicked out Kevin, the roommates they all went. Peace, yeah, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. Thanks. Yeah. They were like, "We're glad you did that." We, we, didn't we want needed. It. We needed someone to be the HBIC. Right. Right. The head bitch in charge. That's right. Um. I, I totally agree. Definitely see where he's at with it. But if he can't see why that would make it like you're a grown woman, mm-hmm. you guys have a small one bedroom apartment. You said there's no reason that someone should be overstaying their welcome 
frequently yeah it's not okay and and your boyfriend needs it's your boyfriend's job essentially to set that boundary with his friend that's right because if he doesn't it's never gonna happen he needs to be like you know what man we don't really we work a lot she said she works late could you imagine working all day coming home and some divorced guy has been on your couch for four days (laughs) and i mean are you kidding and if your boyfriend can't see that there's some amount of it's using going on. Yeah. It's inappropriate. So that's why you go to him first. How do you feel? Right. Then you go, okay, well, don't this care. Is, <laughs> don't care. This is how I feel. Yeah. What are you going to do? Or do I have to go open up all the windows and kick him out? Right. Right. Because I'm either going to make it uncomfortable and then we're going to have a different discussion. Right. Or you're going to fucking do or something. Or you set it. a boundary there. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Ooh, shit. Native, 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 love native. Are you looking for natural deodorant? Know that making that change can be hard. You don't want something to try that doesn't work, even if it's all natural. Well, I got a great new sponsor, Native. We've we've pushed Native before. Love, love Native. I'm a user. Are you a user? Oh my god, coconut vanilla. That's Bye. Right. Bye. That's right. So good. Game over. Yep. Stop looking. And I bought it for everyone for Christmas. Did this you is really? Not, I'm not in the sponsorship. I'm just telling you, they sponsor my podcast too, and I bought. Everyone that I know, native for Christmas. And you know why Carly did that? Because there's no risk to trying. Oh, so good. Best part of native is no risk. Native has free shipping and free returns in the U.S., okay? So listen, I'm using it. Carly's using it. Shelby's using it. James's using it. We're in a very small room. It smells like a daisy in here. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, we're in a very small room. 100% of the people are using it. Yeah, so right. my girlfriend was a big natural deodorant person. I you know, didn't really buy the hype. Now we're in, yeah. okay? We, we you know, and we live in a wood shack and we, you know, <laughs> frequent Vermont a lot now. Everything's right. changed. Right. I'm going to give you some free money. 20% off. That's 20% off. That's two zero. 24% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com. Code JTRAIN during checkout. It's safe. It's native deodorant. Doesn't contain aluminum, parabens, or talc. This is great, and it swir- smells great, and it's, it works. Coconut and vanilla—that's the—that's the that's game. That's what you use. I'm in on that. So too. good. NativeDeodorant.com code JTrain for twenty percent off your first purchase. Smells so good. Jamie Lee's right. <laughs> Met a hot DJ on my flight. <laughs> you just got chills. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, Carly. I just DJ. It's a DJ thing. You're into him? No. Not into him? No. Okay. I, I think it goes one <laughs> way or the other I'm not anti-DJ. DJ. I actually have friends that are DJs, and they're great mm. people. But but I think it goes one of the The majority. I, I think DJs are kind of like- uh, Instagram know, models. Yeah. You're either in or you're out. Right. Right. There are real good ones, and then there are other ones that are just like- Some guys are like, I'm a DJ, but they, uh, they don't actually DJ. It's easy to lie about. Right. Yeah. Crazy situation just happened to me. I'm moving up to the East Coast this week. And in this weekend, I flew back down south to get my shit and move it to my new city this coming weekend. When I showed up to the airport, got into the security line, I immediately saw this super gorgeous hot chick in the line. I thought it was extremely weird. She was eating some noodles or some shit in the security line. Thought it was weird, but didn't think much of it until she ended up sitting next to me on the flight. Don't really say anything for about half the flight. I'm a low-key music producer, so I was focused on uh, making beats and didn't have anything to say. (laughs) 
He's not helping the douche factor of music <laughs> producer. No, it's just focus on making beats. Just beating on the a uh, beating on the plane. Just focus on making beats, doing business in Delta Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> but halfway through the flight, she pulls out her laptop, opens up a program I've never seen before. Figures she was just watching a movie, so I was wondering what her taste was. I then looked, took further. <laughs> so you're looking at her computer. <laughs> All right. I then Get out of here. <laughs> look, Get out of here. Get out of here. I then look further and realize it's a different beat making software, but I was familiar with other producers who use it. And now it has, uh, and know it has its advantages. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's got one hand up to his yeah, ear. Yeah, the other, just with one headphone on. One headphone on, yeah. Or he, or when they go like this, yeah, they, they put, put it in between the. And then somebody like taps him and says something. Right. Yeah. Right. What? Somebody what? taps him on the yeah. shoulder and they're like, what? What? <laughs> I do like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is. I love it. I used to do this thing. <laughs> DJ, is, DJ is the easiest thing to look like you're working. Oh, yeah. When I was in my fraternity, this is my second fraternity story of the podcast, but love it makes it. sense. When I was pledging my fraternity, my move, we got to get this on camera because this is what I would do. Okay, when I pledge my fraternity, the key—you would have to clean the house, and the, clean, right. the key to not being asked to do something is to be looking like you're busy doing something. DJ, like a DJ. <laughs> so when the when the brotherhood would come around the house, anytime I saw someone while I was pledging, I would start looking at a wall like this. I'd start going. <laughs> What what would that what would you be looking at? It just looks busy. It just but, looks but busy doing what? Like I was like you were trying to find work. a beam. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> they were probably like, "Who's this guy? Why, why is he looking? Like, don't ask that guy what to clean job? the house." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jared looks like he's working on the, wall. the architecture of the house. <laughs> the yeah, like and is so that guy an architect. Yeah. The, Boy, I don't know what someone asked Jared to do, but it's got to be important because I'm up against the wall. Honestly, uh, you look like a mime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mime. But this is what DJs do. That's why DJs never fucking fooled me because right. DJs do that thing with a, one headphone out. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're looking at Facebook. Or they somehow go like, yeah, like yeah. just not on your head at all. But I always, I don't understand why do they need the headphones if they're. In the club. Supposedly, they're listening to the next music that's coming on. Oh, please. I don't buy it. But the, the one headphone. They have the to one their, headphone. They're beat matching. Yeah, they're matching. But they're. Right. They, and you know they're on Instagram. Like, right. you know they're on Twitter. Oh, it's just on like, IG Live. It's on IG Live. Yeah, they're just looking at some bullshit. They're looking at fucking yeah. E! News. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. But that's why I never bought the the DJ thing. That's how I feel. When you were like DJ, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a job that's not a job. Right. This guy on hnrblock.com, I <laughs> took a, I took a peek. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just doing my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're always dancing a little bit. That's the version. This is... DJ's doing this is the I same love you said. as me going just looking at the wall just looking at the wall just looking at I the wall I used to do it all the time they'd be like no reason hey, we need, they'd come down and be like we need three of you uh, the, the toilets are a mess we need you you and then they'd be like and then they'd look at me in between another guy oh he's who busy who choosing to help you <laughs> guy stay like this yeah. or guy who's like Definitely no, not you. Actually. Yeah. Just say the word structurally. We might be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the house is coming down.
know. Winter's coming. <laughs> and I'm working my ass off. I'm working my ass off. <laughs> All right, so it's so funny. I then look further and realize it's a different beat making software. I took off my headphones and was like, "So you're a producer too?" Man, this is like it's like two douchebags coming together. <laughs> I, want, I hope the email after this is like I was seated next to two DJs on a flight. Yeah, yeah, oh my they God, wouldn't shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> about about their software. Uh, okay, I look at my I look further and realize that okay, I took off my headphones and was like, "You're a producer too." All of this is so douchey. I like the listener. Thank you for listening. But it's we funny that he's yeah. like, he's like, I see this hot chick. So then I'm on the plane next to her. Right. Of How course that happen? Gonna, well, they're just like, maybe by fate, they're next to each other. By fate. And he's like, I guess I'll take out my, my DJ stuff. Right. Just so I make sure I look like I'm a, a right. worker. It's all right. drenched in he's bullshit. He's like this. Yeah. Ten years from now, they'll be married, both teachers. Right. <laughs> Um, she said she's making EDM, dubstep music. I make rap-ish. But we talked for the rest of the flight about producing, life, her coming to America, yes, yeah, she's from Australia, and a bunch of other shit. We ended up following each other on Instagram and left it at that. What's the move? She said she's never, uh, if she's ever in D.C., she'd hit me up. And we talked about it maybe uh, collabing on some music, but I don't know what to do. Obviously, I think she's super attractive, would love to start something with her, but I don't know if she was only talking to me because of the music. She's also a successful musician, so it could be a good business to work. But she's so hot, bro. <laughs> Help me get some <laughs> guidance, please. Shelby is, a, is, is so good at the sound effects. Shoutouts to him. So, so great. So great. That's from a producer. Yeah. So true. Making what do you connections. think? <laughs> He's, He's got the software. What do you think about this situation? Um, I think that you can explore maybe working together in the future, but I think when you're when you I'm not speaking for everybody, mm. but when you meet someone and you are like chatting whatever and you're like okay here's my instagram instead of saying here's my number here's my email Very it's a deflection it's a deflection that's my personal opinion but i don't know i don't know what type of conversation they have like was there flirting was she interested in you did you feel like a type of a vibe sure you know you're on a flight with someone for a while you could tell if someone's flirting with you or here's not here's the most important part of this email yeah he had his beat stuff out first true she's a She's moving to America for her American dream right. from Australia. Right. She sees. She has your, a pet kangaroo. She's got a pet kang from kangaroo from Australia. Right. She, kangaroo on the leash and it's, it's an emotional support vest right. on the flight. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then. That's right. She's like, I got to so find. Cute. I got to find. A, a man. A, 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 an agent. <laughs> you do ADM. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I got to find came to DC to find an agent. I can't do it. I can't do it. What software are you using? I sound like a terrible southern accent. (laughs) I can't do Australian. Someone once told me the trick to Australian is like you switch two letters. I think it's A and E or something. Interesting. And then they go up at the end. At the end, yeah. I was at the beach and I I saw a shack. (laughs) But she sees his program out first. Right. So she's on connect mode. Right. So she's like, she's like oh shit, out. I'll pull out my DJ stuff. We'll right. talk. Maybe it's a business to connect. It, it, it worked for her. Right. Right. Her plan worked. Right. She's like, I'm True. hot. I'll pull out the fucking DJ equipment. This guy who's right. interested in DJ stuff will ask me what I'm doing. We'll connect over Instagram. I'll see whether he's important or not based on his Instagram. True. So that's True. what happened. So now she's basically vetting you. 
to see if you're someone that could help her. Yeah. Here's so, what happens. The person who feels the other person can help, the person who feels to be helped the most is the one that reaches out. Yeah. So she hasn't reached out to you and you're asking about reaching out to her. That means you need her hotness more than she needs your business connect. Right. And he did say she's a very successful DJ. Is she? Did he? So she might be a well-known DJ. Yeah. And so... I so he might reach, he should reach out to her. If you reach out to her, it's business inquiry because, again, I agree yeah. with what Carly said. It wasn't a number situation. Yeah. This was business. Wasn't an email. And if she's successful, maybe you guys make great music together. Maybe you work together and, and things evolve from there. But right. But I think I'm with you. You send a DM, hey, I'm, I would love to, you know, maybe collab or whatever we're going to do, whatever people do. Right. And you go that way and see how it goes from there. But yeah. I, I, I think going for her, you have to make the decision. I think it's this is a big, important thing. Right. You need to make the decision. You might go the other way. Is this a romantic thing or a DJ thing? Right. Right. If it's a DJ thing, you got to stick to that story. Yeah. If it's a romantic thing, that's okay, too. Right. Hey, I would love to do drinks sometime. You need to ignore the DJ thing. Right. Exactly. Because if you're trying to do something professionally, you're trying to make whatever... Um, with this girl, you're going to make her feel uncomfortable if she decides, okay, yeah, let's go to the studio. I have no idea where they sure. go. Let's go to the studio together and work on something and you're making passes at her. She's going to kind of be like, what the fuck? And, you and know? Absolutely. And that's where like all this like d uncomfortable, you know, male-female work relationship starts from. Right. And it's like, this guy seems like he wants to do the right thing. So, hey... I, I think you're great. Like, I, I went through your, yeah. your Instagram stuff. I'd love to do business. Or I'd love to, like, collaborate on something. Or, right. hey, it was really great meeting you. I thought we had a fun conversation. I'd love to do drinks sometimes. Right. Those are two different. Those are That's a split in the road. Right. Right. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Carly Aquilino. We're sponsored people. Ooh. Third love. Love it. I'm a huge fan of Third Love. I love Third Love. So do you use their bras? I do. You do? They also sponsor my podcast and they sent um, bras and underwear Are the underwear to me. good? Oh my God. Okay, it's good. It's so comfy, Jared. And also, it's, again, I'm not reading anything. I'm not reading anything. You know, anything. the computer's in front of me. They can go uh, on YouTube and subscribe and know this for sure. And know this for sure. It's like um, they're the type of underwear that's seamless. So you don't see the oh, underwear the, lines through your pants. Ah, Do you know how luxurious that's a big that deal. feels to be walking around like nobody sees? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on down there. That's great. Yeah. I, I will say that the reason I'm a big pusher of Third Love because I want it for me. But yeah. in T-shirts. Oh, yeah. I well, either make men's stuff. Well, I make when I wear it by a T-shirt, it's either a crop top or a dress. Right. No T-shirt is made for the short torso, wide shouldered. Right. Man. And also, if you find something that fits you perfectly, it's a pain in the ass to wash it because it's going to shrink. Yeah. Eh, yeah. This is my life. Yeah. This is my life. Yep. This is my this is my trauma. Right. OK. I mean, it's yeah, so, it's relatable. But I, I will say to people that when I do find something that fits, I hit that button of of again and again. I buy a million of them. So yeah. here's the thing about Third Love is you can go find a bra that fits you. If you're sitting there itching at a bra, you don't need to be. Right. Let's go through. Let's do the Fit Finder. You know, they have a Fit Finder quiz and they've quizzed hundreds of thousands of people. Right. So 
they have the stats. Right. So you're gonna go do the quiz. You're gonna figure out what type of boobs you have, and you're gonna not. You're, there's no more squeezing into a 34A or a 36C. They offer more than 80 sizes, and excluding their signature half cup size. So all of this is to say, you should never feel uncomfortable. Right, and bras are so uncomfortable. They're I, I so uncomfortable. Imagine. They and the quiz they'll do like, do the straps fit? Does the back fit? Does the cut like just you put in what brand of bra that you use now, mm-hmm. and you pretty much tell them what's wrong with it, and then they make they give you a special one. This is like going to a bra psych. It's like luxury. It's like going to a um, what is it called? Somebody that makes the things custom for you. Uh, um. Like a tailor. A, a tailor a bra- or something. A brailer. A, a bespoke. A bespoke. <laughs> Third Love knows there is a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15. That's one five, 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash JTrain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash JTrain, thirdlove.com slash JTrain for 15% off today. Love that. Love that we have Carly Aquilino here. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Go follow Carly at Carly Aquilino on Instagram. Secret Keepers Club. She does the podcast with Emma Willman. Also a favorite here. Every Monday. Go subscribe. Get involved. Okay. Now we're just going to blow through some emails. Let's blow through them. Um, Do a little long. Do back burners ever result in relationships? Hmm. Uh, met a guy in Bumble a year and a half ago. Last year we met up three times. Okay. Uh oh. No, that's year. not a lot. The yeah. only intimacy that intimacy that occurred last year was he kissed me on the third date. On day one, he told me that he was moving into the city with roommates and recently got out of a six-year relationship. Red flags. Eventually, we stopped talking his his doing because essentially we were clearly looking for different things. Although that ever that was never stated, we still continued to watch each other's stories, etc. The spring came of la- of this year, and I texted him out of nowhere, and I felt the mood was. Off. I texted him out of nowhere, and I felt the mood was off. But I made plans to meet him out. of out with some friends that week that day came midday i asked him if he was still up for meeting up no response two days later he texts he texts and apologizes and i said no worries five months later he sends me a fire emoji on instagram long story short we agreed to hang out a week and a half in advance felt different this time he was more respectful no late night snapchats or him implying anything sexual he took me to dinner and got a couple of drinks then went to a bar and got a couple more he talked about himself and more and we were both pretty still pretty sober this was the best date we went on yet at the end of the night i went back to his place we talked about talked and hooked up only oral i asked if he asked him if he was still looking to be single and he replied um yeah you never know though <laughs> of course him. what's he gonna say yeah. while looking at me okay <laughs> so oh he wasn't looking at the floor must mean something <laughs> i also asked if he was seeing other people and he said no he asked me if i was still in the apps and i said no and he said it was the only one that he met there uh, mm. you're the only one that he's gone a year and a half with that has stuck around this long right and it's seen him four times i i left that night and was the first to reach out to him a week later with a snap then we started snapping each other every day, every other day, then turned into once a week on the same day for three months after hanging. During an innocently flirty convo, we said we should go out again soon. And when I agreed, he said, let's stay in touch. Is that weird? I then sent him a snap on New Year's Eve. He opened it hours later, didn't reply. So I stopped reaching out to him. Around this time, he was ta- taking longer to watch my stories. So after a couple of weeks not hearing from him, I started waiting longer to watch his to show less interest. 
I'm annoyed at this email, yeah. but I get it. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, we've all been there, right? I guess. But she has to. To an extent. To but an you extent. Have to, you have to. He's telling you. He's he, telling you everything that you want to know. Yes. Right? His, Just actions, by his actions tell you everything. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for. You're looking for a different answer because she. Let me get to the end. He yeah. then stayed, started watching my stories right away. So he must notice what I watch his. No, 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 no. Question. I know he said he wants to be single and I do believe him, but he keeps. He is keeping me around as a hookup option or to eventually possibly date in the future. I guess I don't get the full understanding of back burner if it's okay to be one. Just trying to gauge his interest level of keeping me around. He's tall and very good looking, has good friends, so sex should come pretty easy for him if that's what he's looking for. Uh, she's made so many assumptions. Right, right. Th- that's what bothers me about this. I, I get the idea of like noticing when someone watches your story, noticing right, when they watch right. it less. I The fire emoji... She's like, this bothers me. She's and, reading too deeply into the situation. She reads too deeply, deeply into the positive and not enough into the negative. Exactly. And it's like, just trying to gauge his, and here's where it all stems from. Just trying to gauge his interest level of keeping me around. Yeah. This isn't about his interest level. Right. You, and she goes, he's tall and good looking and has good friends and sex should come easy for him. No, no, no. Doesn't sex matter. doesn't come easy. It doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at right. all. I always say, and I've said this a million times, I've probably said this on your podcast before, oh, yeah. if somebody likes you, there's no question. You know that he likes you. If a man yeah. likes you, he's going to go out of his way to make sure he makes time for you, that he makes you, he, you know, contacts yeah. you, he texts you, makes you feel special mm-hmm. in that way. There's no question at that point. If you're looking, oh, well, maybe this means something. Maybe that means something. Well, I'm going to play. Stop playing the game. The minute it, you play, the minute you try to level your interest based off of the other person's interest, yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Because so this, the diff- this email is written from the perspective of someone taking a ride on the bus. Right. She needs to start driving the bus. Right. And so you have to say to yourself, do I like him? What do I want? Well, I do think he's good looking. I want to date him. Okay. Hey, we've kind of danced around each other. Do you want to go on a date or not? Yeah. And and she'd go, well, I don't want to scare him away. I don't want to be too much. Well, he's too much. Yeah, yeah. He's too much. He's not. He's. Yeah. He's letting. He could let this go on forever. Until he gets married to someone. Exactly. Yeah. And then he'll keep sending you fire emojis while he's married and he'll go, Well, do you think he well, do you wants think he's to leave get a him? Divorce? Yeah, and he'll, like he'll <laughs> go with me. It's like think about yeah. how ridiculous that right. is. Right. It's true. It's like drive the bus and then maybe give it one more I wouldn't even give it the other shot either, because but... he bailed on you. You've hung out three four times <laughs> in a year and a half. He kissed you on the third mm-hmm. date. The fourth date was a year later. Right, and then this is you. you be, I, and this email is you going to the doctor and being seven hundred pounds and going. Am I eating too many apples? Right, because I know they have sugar. Yeah, they have sugar. Right, and it's like no, 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 no. You have much bigger. There's much bigger issues here. Right, you need to start looking at people and going, all right, assessing. I want these things to happen with this person. Right, and then you have to be unafraid of hearing no. Right. right now, you're so afraid of hearing no that you're going to stick around forever. So my advice to this person, yes, again, I would leave, but hey. If you I'd like them, li- you like them. I, I want a date. Right. Would you like to go on, out for drinks? If he can't do that, he can't go. He doesn't want to yeah. date you ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then here's what you also need to do. Unsubscribe from him. 
You need to block him from Instagram. You need or to get mute a mute him. You got to mute him. Mute you him. have to get him out of your head because the only reason you're remembering him or thinking fondly of him is because of the assumptions you've put on social media interactions. Right, right, right. And Jay- you're you're putting too much pressure on. His, I mean, I doubt this guy is like. Well, she didn't watch my story right away, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait. You're, you're, you know what I'm saying? It's you're just, playing a game by yourself with yeah. an invisible person. With right. a, a fucking you're you're you have a, an imaginary friend, right? Right. Johnny watches my stories sometimes. Like, no, Johnny doesn't exist. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. What's going on? Uh oh. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year. He was very serious from the start and always treats me super well. He's over the top sometimes. He was playing his future around me. However, lately he's been off. We had an argument around New Year's when he was acting a bit distant. At the time, both of our feelings were hurt and he was on the cusp of breaking things off. I was stunned because he always acts so in love with me. He said that I am not happy and at times I was a bit on edge. But I was actually feeling great about the relationship. He said that I am not happy and at the time I was a bit on edge. But I was actually feeling great about the relationship. I'm on the next... Um, the next couple of weeks, the next couple of weeks, he was off in all spa- aspects of life. I didn't like it. He ultimately made some weird statement about him not being good enough, and maybe I should be with someone better. Mm. Why would he say this? Yeah, well, that's the move. That's the I want to put this on you move. Yeah, yeah. And that's anytime I th- I hate this is the most cop out of a breakup, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime someone's like, oh. You're too good for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and let you go. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> bullshit thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And it's like, have I done that in the past? Yes. When I was young and I sure. didn't know and I didn't have the respect and I didn't understand that you have to give people, if you're in a relationship with them, you have to give them some type of closure. You have to be honest. And that's a way they think that it's the easier way out. They beat themselves nobody's up. ever ever been in love with someone and broke up with them because that person is too smart for them too good looking for them too funny for them it's not possible it's never you know things are going perfectly um (laughs) we should we should break this you gotta be somewhere else listen this is the triple a i wish you the best i need to i need you to go to that great big world and make yeah. something of yourself and i'm gonna go try and find someone more my uh, yeah level. i'm gonna find someone dumpy and right. big loser who doesn't right. want to make a big thing right no no, no, no. please no. no go to that great world out there i don't deserve you i'm it's... just happy i got it i'm just happy i got out of you what i got because if you love something with, set it free set it free <laughs> I mean, you could be, I mean, you're on the big things. I'm just the small radio station. You're about to be Howard Stern. You know, like, uh, no it's one has ever thought biggest that. Co- it's a Nobody's ever done that. If you're, it's just not possible. And have people say that. That's just yeah. something that people say because they don't want. It's just trying to, to get out of the relationship as easy as possible. Yeah, I've had someone say to me, I love you. That's why we can't be together. What? What? No. You love me. No. Then why why is it over? You know my my mom did that. She kicked me out of the house at ten years old. My mom was like, "I love you too much, and it's time for you it's to leave time the house." For you to go. And you know, I've been just running the rails ever since. I've been with my stick and my right. and my Your stick clothes. with a little bandana at yeah. the end of it that has a couple pairs my, of underwear. My in three there. pairs of underwear. Right. Yeah. Your just, third love bra. My third love and bra. Your and your native just, deodorant. And I just go on my way. <laughs> 
You know, mom said she loved me too much. That's right. why I'm here. Right. Yeah. yeah that's it's a, bullshit. It's bullshit. And it's, I will say to this girl, I'm so sorry because yeah. that's such a shitty, it's such a shitty thing to not know. You're, you're being blindsided by the end of the relationship and he's not even giving you the closure and decency to be like, listen, I'm unhappy. This you know what He's like, you're unhappy and yeah. you're too good for me. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> you could be getting a lot more yeah, for your bang for your buck. You're gorgeous. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> well, it's it's his way. It's his way because, and also, this happens with guys that do the "I love you." I'm planning my life with you. The guys right. that make a lot of promises. Oh yeah. Too early quick. on. Yeah. Then they have to go. Reality. Man, oh, they're they're looking at the receipt. They're going, right. "Oh my god, I gotta I gotta pay up on this check I fucking built up." Right. And then they go, ah, "No, no, no." You're too good for this. I can't even afford all this. Right, right. You're she too writes, good for me. Bye. I was beginning to think he doesn't want this anymore. Why else would he push me away? But I also believe he loves me a ton. Yeah, you can love someone and let them yeah. go, but you yeah. can have, have love for them, but you're not in love with them. Right. Anymore. Anymore. I, you know? I know I make him happy and he wants me a lot. He has done some extreme things to be near me. Then this week he breaks up with me after I made some small grumpy comment. The next day I called him and said that I believe in us as at first he was resolved and then quickly said he wanted to be together. He said he was scared. I didn't love him. He said he wished he could take it back and it won't happen again. He has since been as caring as normal. He is under a ton of stress and is very insecure. He was abandoned as a child. Uh, Didn't know that was coming when I made my comment about running the rails. (laughs) Right. And is not over it. Yeah, they say that there's something that to not be over. Uh, he says that he doesn't feel worthy and he believes I'll leave him. He's definitely not your average guy. He's sensitive, which I love. But he broke up with me. That must have been what he wanted. I feel kind of betrayed. I trusted that someone who loved me that much wouldn't leave me. To be fair, that he has, hasn't done any action or, of leaving me, but he did write me a pretty clear breakup message. He's too busy. I'm not happy with him, but he knows I'll find someone else. Hurtful. He says it won't happen again and that he'll communicate with me, but I'm pretty unsettled. How should I feel? Should I expect another breakup now? I don't trust that he'll what, uh, trust that he'll stay. I asked if he was scared of settling down per se, and he said not at all. I believe it somewhat. How should I feel about all this? I can't tell you how to feel. Yeah, I can't tell you how to feel. I'm, uh, I think I would feel, I 100% agree with everything she's saying. You feel betrayed. You feel mm. like, wait a minute, you just broke up with me for a day or two? What, what is this Based about? We have to, out. Yeah, we have to talk about it. We have to get to the bottom of this because it's like, people have their shit, right? Mm-hmm. People have baggage. People have baggage from past relationships yeah. and things like that. And that's normal. Everybody mm-hmm. has it in some way. But when you let that affect your partner, mm-hmm. it starts to make things really messy and toxic because now she has trust issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's um, she's not go- she's not going to sleep at night like, well, everything's normal and it's fine. Even if she's acting like it is, that is always in the back of your mind. There, there's two options to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell her how to feel. I, I would feel similarly. I'd be like, well, now you're back? And when's, yeah. this, when's this storm going to come What's again? What's the difference? When Wh- does what the happened? tornado blow through right. town again? Yeah, yeah. Um, here's what I would say. He, You brought up something very extreme that we don't see in a lot of emails. Right. His, fa- his parents, I mean, she wrote... He was abandoned as a child. That is a huge fucking thing. That's heavy. So I can understand why that hovers over the whole thing. She's like, well, maybe she's making a lot of excuses for him that are rightful to make because you're like, well, he must be going through something. He's not. I can see how he pushes me away when he thinks that I might abandon him. This is all coping. I I can understand why she's gone to that. Right. With such. And it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. But 
again, the DJ had two roads. You have two roads too. Right. He either goes to a professional and seeks help and speaks about this with someone who can help him through his past right. to then be better for his future. Or you go back to the same old, you know, waiting for him to break up again and freak out. Right. Exactly. And if I'm going to go the route of waiting around, I'm ending it. Yeah. I'm walking away because this is something that is beyond this person. Right. To me. Because if he comes back and he goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not afraid of commitment. I don't think he knows as much as you don't know. Right. Right. And at that point, that's a professional that he can speak to that can help him, you know, have the tools yeah. to figure it out. Right. And to deal and to cope with things instead of just ending a pushing relationship with somebody that really loves you and pushing pushing her away. To me, I'm just like, it you're right. It's it's bigger than you it's bigger at than this you. point. But it's bigger it, than the both of you. But he also has to want you can't push someone into therapy. You can't push someone no. into like quitting drinking or alcohol or no. drugs or whatever it is. You you know, you said you had a really good question. You're like, what's the difference now that you guys are together? Yeah. That's the thing. If he's making a change and seeking professional help and right. seeking to like unpack these things, maybe you guys go to couples therapy. Yeah. You that's do it together. what I would think. I think you should go he should go to therapy definitely by himself. <coughs> um, but you guys should go to couples therapy yeah. too because he he needs to know how you feel. You're this also happens when someone's in a relationship like this where there's an imbalance. It's like you're so focused on dealing with his problems and his stuff that you're just throwing your feeling. You're just throwing them away yeah, because you're, you're like, well, my stuff isn't as my significant. Didn't me. Yeah, yeah, my stuff isn't as significant. My problems or my feelings aren't as important, but it's like oh. they are. But, and if and you don't deal with that, then that's going to it's like you're heating it up and yeah. it's just going to explode. Absolutely. You know? And if you're listening to this going, that's a lot of work. I don't want to do it. Then you don't like it enough buy. to go through yeah, the work. Then, right. Uh, that, but that's okay. And that's fine. Yeah. Totally fine. But don't sit here going, I guess I'll just wait for the next. No. Explosion. The next time explosion. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to either be proactive or you do nothing. And doing nothing means you don't really care to do something. Right. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Carly, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Such a fantastic guest. Everyone go follow at Carly Aquilino. Secret Keepers, Secret Keepers Club yep. every Monday. Um, Shelby, thank you for coming on, popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We are here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend. Keep, 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 keep doing it. Please go now. We'll be back next episode. Boom.